sound of that. Jeremy Lawrence back as the host of another episode of Eighth Floor Special after a rocky little start. For our listeners at home, we've been in front of our screens for about, I don't know, we're an easy 20 minutes. Yeah, we were set to start at 5 PST, 8 EST, and it's 820 now on my end. But we made it, fellas. We did it. Good we're here. All of us for shooting that. Good to see you guys. Don't, I, I'm got a half a burrito on this plate over here, so don't mind me if I have to munch. I've, but happy to Today's be here with you guys. Brought to you by. Just kidding. I can't. I, I don't know if I could. Can we get in trouble? Drinking on Advertising. on camera? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> For you guys, another Cheers, time. Cheers to Kenna also in in spirit. Shoots, brother. A little, a little ASMR with the clink. Oh, legs. bro. How was the week? How's how's everything been? It's been good. Shut I was, in. yeah, I was, what did I, I got up to an Orville Peck show. I think I dropped a little video. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good show, my man. If you, either of you ever have a chance to see him live, he's great live. His voice is, is insane. Like he sounds basically like a recording and he's got like stage presence, like no other. And he's playing all kinds of like country covers and it's a really good show. And the, just Does, between the, the colors and the showmanship alone, it was yeah. awesome. Does he wear the, like the, um, that little face mask thing? Yeah, he's still got the mask. I was reading about it after because I went with my lady and she was telling me that, you know, he's like from South Africa and then moved to Canada. There's this whole like lore about him that I didn't know. So I I was doing some and he's never taken off the mask in public and his whole like persona is a bit of a secret to the general Hmm. public. But after about 10 minutes of Googling, I found basically the guy who they think it is. I won't blow up his spot (laughs) on live air, but He's out there, but he has kept his name pretty, pretty secret for the most part. Like it did take a little digging. It's not too, too obvious. Yeah. You can't just type in who's Orville Peck. And it <laughs> no, it's not even that easy. Yeah. You got to like actually do some reading. You got to go to the identity speculation section on Wikipedia and then you got <laughs> to read that paragraph. From the picture you saw, does it sound like that would be him? Like his voice matches the face type thing? Cause he's got a very, I guess like looks wise, if you look, go by just the eyes, it, it does look like him. Um, okay, but other than that, not really. And the tattoos is what really gives it away, is because you can't really can't deny. What show that. Yeah. was it in a venue? Sorry, let me cut you off. Term was it in a venue or was it yeah. in Manhattan? Too? It was in Brooklyn. It was at this place called Brooklyn Steel, which is um quite the institution. I think I'd been there a couple times, but it's just like three stops off the L train and went to a little Mexican speakeasy before in Williamsburg called um the Cactus Shop. Got some Whoa. margaritas and a pina colada. And then right. took the train the rest of the way to, to the show. And it was on a Sunday. So I took Monday off and it was a sold out Sunday show. So I'm like wondering what, what the fuck everyone does. Nobody have a Monday job or something. I don't know where these people are. Peck, bro. You got to come out. <laughs> yeah. Pull up for Orville. You know, what's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know one of you guys had uh, rehearsals and auditions or something this morning, right? Can, oh. can you hear Caesar? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. All right. Can you hear him? I can hear him now. Okay. All right. To the viewers out there, we apologize. Yeah, this so, will be this will be edited out. <laughs> this is yeah, a first for us. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna condense the technical issues, but they should know what we go through for them. So I am gonna I am gonna keep some of them in. But just yeah, for context, also we're all in three different locations for the first time. Yeah, so we got one of us in Long Beach, one of us in LA, and the other in New York. So we're making do. Maybe if they universalize Wi-Fi in this country, you know. <laughs> One of the many things that they could fix. Anyway, go ahead, Caesar. You were saying um, rehearsals, auditions this morning. Oh yeah, dude. Had a couple. Of, I had an audition like last week for like the Netflix movie, which was pretty dope. They want they wanted me self tape, and then I'm working. This is funny. I got an extension, which is fucking a weight off my shoulders. My original audition was supposed to be May 30th for this other movie that they want me to uh, audition for, but it got extended till June 17th. So. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, it, 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 you know, that stuff happens sometimes. It's just, you know, that's why you got to be a little bit flexible as an actor. Sometimes they say, hey, look, uh, they send you an email and they say, hey, the, the deadline's actually, you know, it's going to come along a lot faster than usual or, hey, here's an extension. So when you get that email, that's like, I could get a, I get to relax a little bit more. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was actually, this was inter- interesting. It's a 145-page script that they sent me. And it's funny. Yeah, dude, fuck. It, it, yeah, it's and it's, I guess, like a story that a lot of people connect can connect to. But um, I won't go too deep in the story. But yeah, director hits up my manager and uh, was like, we want him to read for the lead role. And then the next day, they sent him another email saying, you know what? We keep seeing his video. Um, we want him to read for two other roles in the same movie, uh, which was, oh. it's like, this is like, if nothing happens out of this, boys, just know that I'm still happy, bro. Like, I'm really ecstatic that this is just another step to another opportunity to another opportunity. I'd say don't rush the art and don't rush in general, like what you're trying to do within the art, because it comes naturally. And yeah, art can't be rushed. Take your time. Things will come your way. If you stay consistent, you know, things will eventually go, go start coming your way. And that's what I recently noticed a little bit more moving to LA is when it's your time, it's your time, you know, and God doesn't give you enough that you can't handle. So yeah, this week has been pretty good. Honestly, like I got that email today, the extension after the gym, pretty happy You're coming with, off with, a good pump. <laughs> You finish your like, PR. Yeah, a good punch and a good and a good, just overall good, good mentality for the week. Yeah, yeah I and it's only Wednesday. I'm three days sober, no weed, bro. Is there like a goal or just? Yeah, I'd say just you know out there. I mean, weed's not bad. You know, marijuana is. You know, it's the person that smokes it. You know, it's it's. You know, they know their financial um, abilities to buy the flower. They know what they have to do, you know, their schedule and whatnot. So I just started realizing, I was like, dude, I think I'm doing this too much. So, and when I went to New York, I didn't really like smoke, like flour, actual flour. So it was kind of nice to take a big break from that. And that was the same mentality I wanted to come back to in LA was, okay, you know, I want to stop. Um, but in LA, you walk down downtown and it's like, you fucking, <laughs> like, you know, what's going on? Uh, but yeah. Just kind of like a more of like a clarity thing, you know, trying to have more energy throughout my day and just focus on the stuff that really is important. So that's a good mentality good. to have right on. Nice. Kenna, what about you? You're in Long Beach right now. You're a man out yeah. of, away from his home home base. Mm-hmm. In in L.A. County, along with Caesar. Damn, a couple of L.A. boys. What part of Long Beach are you in? It's right next to uh, CSULB. Oh, so right okay, next okay. to college. Is that by PCH or am I an idiot? Yeah, no, no, no. That's like right off PCH. Oh, is that the one with the pyramid? Mm-hmm. Yes. The nice. random pyramid. That's um, the gym, never, right? It's yeah, it's it's like a basketball court, a yeah, volleyball I remember, court. I remember going, I was a freshman in, in at Estancia High School. I was in Mr. Sterling's classroom. Shout out to Estancia High School. Probably one of the, I don't know, more student-focused teachers. Obviously, he was the avid teacher, avid program. Mm-hmm. But he took us to Long Beach, dude, on his on in his car. Like he didn't ask us to pay. You know, we had to sign a permission slip. But he took us. Yeah, he took us to Long Beach, and I remember walking around, meeting the administration, like administrator there, and then also going into that pyramid. And it was yeah, it was mm-hmm. it's a gym. It's like a basketball court is there. So damn I freshman year, Caesar, all good as a as a basketball player. Like he's stepping into this gym, and he's, he's like, oh, this feels right. I could see working out here. That's good. I just start jump roping. <laughs> under the basket while someone else is shooting free throws I mean, if we're on the same subject of long beach man 
I went there like a week ago. Respectfully, I'm never going to get, I'm never, I went to downtown. Yeah. Like bar area and uh-huh. I'm just chilling and some gangster, gangster cholo dude just comes out. He's like, I just got out of jail. He's like, I, I don't want to, you know, well, who are you? All this. And he just kept talking to me and the group I was with. I'm like, dude, we don't want any problems. And he just kept like insisting. Like He just kept instigating. And yeah. we kept, we kept saying, dude, chill. We don't want any problem. We don't want any problem. And then to a point where, well, fucking A. <laughs> He's got an incoming phone call. <laughs> Jesus. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah we, yeah, can, we can, still can still hear you. you. All righty. I'm back. My Sorry, bad. That was my agent, guys. Get out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was basically a, some dude who was just pressing us and the cops had to get involved. And it was just like. Is he trying to go back to prison after getting out that morning? What the fuck? I was, I was telling the guy, I was like, yo, dude, you just got out, man. Why do you want to, you know, <laughs> starting problems? But yeah, it is what it is. I mean, if you're down there at two, three in the morning, you're bound to get into some stuff, right? Well, with Caesar Cotto, probably most definitely. But McKenna McReynolds, Mr. Chill, chill fellow over here. What's your impression of, of Long Beach? Are you less apt to get into fights with Cholos just out of prison? Yeah, I haven't run across that. Um, okay. <laughs> I can't say I've had the same experience, but yeah, I mean, no real problems. I'd say it visiting the the school campus like surprised me how pretty it was. I don't know what I was expecting, but like that whole area is like really cool to uh, check out. And then um, other than that, like I don't we don't explore too much other than like random coffee shops and. Mm. You guys thrift oh, over there? Pacific. What was that? Oh, oh, I was asking if you guys are thrifting over there. They got a whole like retro. Oh, yeah, we uh, haven't thrifted over here in a second, but um, we have been to that. What was retro row or whatever? Yeah, um, a plethora of of thrift stores. It's overwhelming. I would like step out of is, one. Yeah, and be like, all right, should I get this six seventies bowling shirt that I saw here? Or should I walk two more stores down and see if I find something better? Because I can't spend, I can't buy everything. Yeah, because it's still like, you know, it's not dirt cheap. Like these no. pieces, they know what they're selling still. Yeah, it's vintage, not thrift, I guess. Yeah, is the for sure. And um, so like I remember we went um like last year and there was there was this one jacket I saw. It was almost like a it was like a long jacket. I, I don't know, it was like almost like an overcoat. But I was like, damn, if this wasn't $180, I would, mm. I would skip this oh, off. No. I know. But it's like, yeah, like real vintage, you know. The but whole... Caesar, let me ask you, well, let me ask both of you. What if it's the one, what if it fit, what if it's perfect? What if you find a jacket that is just ideal fit, color, everything you feel, you put it on and you feel great in it. Like, and this is like a jacket you could potentially own. It's not too big, not too small. So you could wear it for the rest of your days. And, it, and do you guys see it as an investment of something to buy now in terms of like, and, but you also have to keep in mind the fashion wise, like it's going to be something you're still going to want to wear because, mm-hmm. you know, ideas could change. So it's got to be a real timeless piece. So if you found a perfect piece, would you be okay dropping that kind of money? Totally, totally. I mean, I totally agree, uh, but I'm only like that with jackets. I can't do that with shirts. I can't do that with pants. It's only jackets. Yeah. To me. I found this leather jacket and it was on my birthday. I went to Lander's. Uh, Landers Vintage. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, shout out to Landers. They got they got some good curation going on over there too. Shout out to Landers. They got the you know, they got some really cool rings too. They got a lot of stuff that's vintage, and they got a bar down like two blocks. Yeah, <laughs> they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Costa Mesa too. Um, <laughs> but I was in Landers on my birthday, 
And I was like, I, I want to buy a leather jacket. I've never had one. I want a, a real genuine leather jacket. And black leather? I was looking black. Yeah. Black leather, black leather, uh, very, you know, uh, Marlon Brando or, uh, John Travolta, you know, esque. and mm. I was just, I needed one and I found one, but it was 200 bucks, but it's, it was, it's it made in America, an actual vintage. Right on brother. Nice. Cue, cue the Budweiser commercial, the Budweiser <laughs> commercial. but it's a jacket. That's totally an investment, you know, whether I keep it forever and pass it down to my son or give it to a good friend who, I don't know when the time is right. So I know it's it, Jack. It's a story, you know, you wear this jacket and you remember the memories that you, when you were wearing it, I think it's, I don't know when you're talking vintage stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll splurge on a jacket. I think the spots to go to Goodwill is they have great stuff. Savers, Goodwill bin here in LA. It's like they have a bunch of bins. People line up and you just fucking oh, you know, look like for it. Pound. Yeah. And then the, also the, the Swami, the Santa Fe Swami, or there's a Swami that goes on in LA mm-hmm. where a bunch of vendors just have a bunch of shit. I'd say that's where you would, you would look, you know, Yeah. I was thinking, I was, I was talking to Xander too. And he was telling me like he wants to vintage shop. So I was thinking, you know, maybe just hundred bucks and be like, all right, with this hundred bucks, I'm gonna go around and shop for stuff, you know, and just keep that. That's not a bad strategy for sure. Well, I know we got off to a rocky start on this one. We wasted the first like 20 minutes of our recording and I already got that notification that they're going to cut us off. So if you guys are down, we could start a new one and do another like 10 or 15 or whatever and just round yeah, it out. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I see the, the time could, left up in the corner. You so. get that too? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, nah, I don't. I don't get anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dang, uh, dude. Freaking the Baja Blast. We got some Mexican pizzas. Damn. What's the craze though? What I mean, run run me through the flavors, bro. Cause I'm a Taco Bell guy. I haven't had Taco Bell in a minute because I'm trying to change things up. But what's up with this pizza? I I saw Doja Cat on TikToks. Talk. Yeah, yeah. the number. Yeah, That's she's a she's a what's it called? Doja hit us up. My DMs are open. <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's kind of the 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 celebrity that really you know wanted the Mexican pizzas to come back, and I feel like without her. And her support, I don't think they could have. We really couldn't have made. Exactly they we really couldn't have made this happen without your support, Miss <laughs> Cat. I hope. Yeah, right. Miss Cat. Damn. What's um, on a Mexican pizza? So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the inside it's like pretty much two tostadas, and then on the inside it's like you know the Taco Bell like meat, beans, whatever. <laughs> That Whatever is. that meat is, huh? Yeah, that mystery meat. Know. I don't like this already, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, I didn't know this, but apparently they have a veggie version, which is oh, just beans. I think I, I don't say I, it like I, the vegetarian I, version is gross. <laughs> it's, it, it it tastes pr- practically the same. <laughs> but um, and then it's topped with cheese, a lot of cheese, and their sauce, like their mild sauce. Okay. And then diced tomatoes. And that's like, I don't know, something about biting into that Mexican pizza. It's uh, it's gratifying. What's the diameter? Like a, like a 12 oh, inch, 10 inch? Like that. Yeah, I'd probably say eight inch. Okay. I wouldn't know what eight inches looks like. I'm a more of a two inch guy <laughs> myself. So, Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a mouthful. I'll just say that. <laughs> Delicious. Thanks for bringing the pizza back. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. exactly. God so. bless her. She's doing God's work. You know, bringing the pizza <laughs> back, but I will say I'll add to cap this one is fuck Taco Bell. I'm a Del Taco guy. Taco you know, Bell I, is I, overrated. Whoa, 
<laughs> Del Taco is where it's at, baby. I'm Caesar can attest to this. The way I will like crush like four dollar green burritos. Oh my god. And their fish tacos. <laughs> one in the morning, dude. Fucking <laughs> blasted. <laughs> I'm like one biting that thing. It just mushes in your mouth so nicely. The tortilla like melts when you like kind of crush it together. Yeah, I, I remember uh, <laughs> Fourth of July. That was your oh, food the, option. You damn. brought your Del Taco along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh man, classic. The, I'm gonna be missing this Fourth of July in California. It sounds like I think I'm heading out to the to the nation's capital to celebrate it. Um, oh, nice. To see what okay. that's like. Yeah, I don't know what kind of festivities, what the city's gonna have in store for us, but they gotta have something going on, right? I mean, they can't I mean, have nothing going on. Yeah. But yeah, no, that'll that'll be interesting. But you guys will have to do a little extra extra send for me on the on the West Coast. Yo, are you boys stoked? Red hot chili peppers in July. Oh, coming yeah. Just under two yeah. months now. That's going to be a good time. I was looking at flights today on my way back. It's going to be fun. We're going to have Caesars pad as like a home base. Launch our mission to SoFi Stadium from his joint. I think it's <laughs> going to be a good time. It's on a Sunday. So I'm thinking of depending on schedules and whatnot, I might take the Monday off just to like have a day oh, to recover. Yeah. And really get so into SoFi Stadium is pretty close here to where I'm at. So nice. Oh, that's awesome. Shouldn't be I've too never bad. seen it. Yeah, I mean, I did listen to their new but, album and it was pretty uh, good though. So I'm jazzed. They have a new album, huh? Yeah, you guys were talking about it not too long ago in the car. I didn't uh, I actually haven't taken a listen to it, but what do you guys think? What is it like? Uh, do you guys like it or what? I mean, there's no beating like Californication and like the classics and Stadium mm-hmm. or Cadium. And then there's the other one that I had on CD. It was like Whoopin or something. I don't know if you remember that one. It was, it was like a nonsense word, was the name of the album. And I don't know if it was like, uh, greatest hits or something but it had so many bangers on it uh, that, that shit changed my life I, I rinsed that shit i listened to that cd so much Caesar, i don't know if you know this about me but this is going to be like a 10 year old jeremy's dream come true yeah. like i used to want to be anthony Cadis, and <laughs> i don't know what it is it's, i don't know what it is because he's kind of like hip to be square kind of thing like hip to be square yeah so i don't know he's got a he's, he does a lot of cool work and i really respect the charisma and the energy he brings but i know like kind of like a nerdy kind of band maybe like foo fighters or something where they're like legacy did that establish like a uh i don't know art artist artistic thing in you or i mean style where you were you embodying? It's quite possible that was my first tattoo uh, inspiration now that I'm thinking about it. I got a new one recently. I don't think I told you that. Um, I, it came up briefly on one of the last recordings I did with one of the dudes out here. I'll, I'll drop a photo in the chat. But yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I got it from my doorman who Caesar nice. met briefly and paid him in $20 and one Funko Pop. So <laughs> I traded my book. <laughs> the Funko Pops. Like, Ala- Funko his, Pops his name bro. is Alejandro. His at is I think Boom Inks. We're t- we were we were, we have some ideas. We might have some stuff coming down the pipes. Pod related with him also. So keep an eye out. Oh, keep you guys in the loop. Shit. There's been talk of doing a live tattoo while with the homies here, and they can yeah. just chat. And I'm getting inked up. That's, <laughs> That's cool. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm all in. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. That's two thumbs up from Caesar. I can is nodding in assent. I like it. Let's mm-hmm. all right. We might make this happen down the line, but <laughs> I know it's gonna be kind of funny. The full send, you know. Shout out to Nell Look at that. Though, Look at the Shout out to Nell Boys. They're the most. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not being biased, but they're the most hardworking uh, YouTubers slash entrepreneurs out there. So shout out to Nell Boys. Full send. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's true shit. Our boy did have some intimate relations with them, so he might be a little biased. I worked for them for a week. I worked for them like a week and a half. I did. I helped out for their uh, uh, bachelor party Vegas video, which was wild. I have to say, <laughs> production wise, dude, they're super organized. They're super organized, but 
it was almost like I knew it wasn't going to be forever. So it was kind of like I was cherishing the moments, like walking into, I think it was MGM Grand. We had the like a suite, man. It was out of this world, like an experience. Mm-hmm. That was, I never, I've never, one, I've never been a big, I've been once, but I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. And right. Dude, going with this experience, working and dude, fucking, it was a great, great experience. Freaking, the, that you'll stripper. see me in the video too, a couple of times in the back, 25. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. You know, the stripper like, eating oh a, a box of nerds out of your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was very, uh, very, you know, hangover vibes for sure. I was like, dude, only if I wasn't working, I'd go watch. <laughs> it wasn't on the clock. Yeah, all these strippers are the coming clock. up to you like, sorry, babe, I'm on the clock. Dude, yeah, the strippers were actually like, hey, you know, you want? I'm like, I'm working. I'm sorry. Because it was a private room. <laughs> we're in a private freaking room. And Steve will do it. Talk to the guy. And then out of nowhere, came with a suitcase of singles. And Damn. my job was to hand them out to the bachelors. And freaking, they would have, you know, toss them out and they would get dances. It was, it was a wild experience. And then one of the uh, members of Nelk Boys got a little too shaded and I got to, I had to like take him to his, uh, like arm over my shoulder, had to take him walking back to the, to the hotel room from the strip club. We took a, 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 a cab, but dude, oh man, this guy's big. So I, he was on my shoulder and people were recognizing him while I was taking like, dude, that's, that's <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, oh fuck, dude, let's get out of here. Dude, let's get, cause he was being, he was trying to be nice. He was like, let me take a picture. I'm like, nah, bro, let me, let me take you to the, to the room, you know? So, but yeah, dude, shout out to Nuff Boys. What an experience, man. Super, super nice. And shout out Canada, dude, cause they're, they're Canadian. So just the country yeah. itself. Yeah, hey, Orville so, Peck and Nelk Boys, man. They got a you know? Mike Myers, also solid uh, Canadian. Wait, I got somebody over here, you know? What's up, boys? <laughs> Yo, what's up, Torres? What's up, to say what's good? Look at this guy. Yeah, you, guys, you guys look like real gym dudes. Holy shit. Put a shirt on. <laughs> do you guys own how many pairs of sleeves do you guys own between the two of you? No, no way either of you guys have a regular t shirt. You guys only run in t <laughs> Sleeveless only. Mediums, bro. Mediums all day. All right, I'm going to buy you shirts just so you can cut the sleeves off of them. Fucking perfect. Here. <laughs> more shirts with the sleeves cut off than i do i just have like tank tops you know oh, the tanks. every yeah. time i'm at the gym i wish i had a tank you don't have it <laughs> not with me here i have one so one cut cut sleeve here's what but... you gotta do here's what you gotta do you gotta get a t-shirt like an oversized t-shirt and you gotta wear like a tank top or something underneath it it's called a pump cover you oh yeah, yeah. Heard of it. and then when you get a pump you peel it off and then bada bing bada boom you're ready to go <laughs> i literally did that today i had an oversized like xl and then had this underneath. And then once I started getting, you know, pumped up, I was like, because I go in there and I'm like, fuck, I feel hella small and shit, you know? But like, oh, once man. you start working out, you're like, okay, <laughs> you're a little bit more content. Yeah. And then I just brought Xander over, maybe, you know, tell him about your week, dude. Because this guy's doing some shit on the acting too, man. He's got, yeah. he's pulling some things. Yeah. What's good? Yeah. What's uh, I haven't, I haven't done an audition in like a couple of days, but the last thing I did, I mean, I just submitted a self tape. It wasn't anything crazy, but. A couple of days prior to that, I had a meeting with a with a director. Pretty cool. We met at this like tavern place. It's really cool to hear somebody's insight who's really established in the business and in the industry. So that was really cool. And then wow. I had a meet casting director the day after, and we were just kind of talking about just you know the business and stuff like that. She's giving me some tips as like as far as like you know when you submit and where to look on camera when you're doing self tapes and all that. So that was pretty cool. I mean it's crazy. I've only been here for like two weeks, but I feel like I'm learning a whole lot. So I'm super grateful. Oh yeah. You, know? man. you already got That's the awesome. LA hat. Yeah you're you're joining yeah, the this culture. Is actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right on because uh 
he was like, dude, you need an LA hat. And then he told me the crazy story behind this. He told me and our, our, our director slash friend, Alberto, about the story of the hat. Did he tell you guys that story? I mean, I don't know how much time is left, but you should tell them about. How we you had to start. We started that. fresh. So we got some time. Yeah. 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 Well, tell him. Tell him. Right. Tell him. It's a cool story. It's really interesting. And it goes to show like that humanity of like conversations you can just run into with somebody on the street and then it turns into something bigger. You right. know? So I like a story with morals and lessons. It was nice chilling with you, with you homie. Yeah. Though. Happy to have you on. Yeah, dude. Fucking, I had to bring him around, dude. I had to, I had to bring my roommate, tell him what's up. Fucking Xander, dude. One Put time in for that one too, time. man. Another actor living the dream, loves the craft. The LA hat, dude. I'm going to take the shot before we dude. go. Take a shot. Continue. I'll take a little sip. I met this dude. I'm talking to him. And he's, you know, we're just vibing. We're on the street just chilling, right? I'm helping him out with a few questions because he was, I think he was lost or something. Anyways, we hit it off and he's like, dude, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I don't know. Keep in mind, this guy's from Miami. He's like a CEO chairman of Spectrum. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing anything. He's like, you want to go to a Dodger game? I'm like, I've never been to a Dodger game. He's like, let me call up my assistant. Calls his assistant. Hey, do we have an extra ticket? Okay, okay. I got someone who wants it. Send it to him. What's your email? Give him his email. Ten minutes later, bing, you got tickets to Dodger Stadium in a suite, bro. He, 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 it was a suite. It wasn't like a regular, you know, we're going to watch this game sitting down. He He's in a nosebleeds. To the suite, which was insane. Like, uh, I get the tickets. I clock out of work, and I'm on my way to you know, Dodger Stadium. I'm driving up there. It's a whole experience. I'm like, dude, this seems super not unreal. Uh, finally, we're getting to Dodger Stadium. It's super, super packed, like sardines, car bumper to bumper. Finally, some worker ding, 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 knocks on my window. Is like, hey, just just park it here. You're good. And I'm like, what? I guess that's a thing in Dodger Stadium because of the uh, how many people are actually going to see the game. There's a point where there's no more parking. They just ask you, boom, park it right there. And you're totally okay. So I parked my car. And I'm walking to the stadium. I see the bright lights. And I'm just like, whoa, this is an experience. Dodgy fans, left and right. You know, freaking some big-ass homie with the Dodgers. Hey, go Dodgers! Go Dodgers. This isn't an Angels game. You know, this is a a different vibe. This is an Anaheim, baby. I'm walking through here and I'm like, yeah, dude, shit. Actually, they're out Los Angeles Angels now. They're no, they're no longer Anaheim. They're, they're true, still Anaheim. Damn, how long have I been in New yeah. York for? What the fuck, shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're LA now. Originally, they were from LA. Fun story. They're originally from LA. Huh. So, well, the Dodgers were from Brooklyn, so fuck you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> fuck me. No, but I get to the stadium and I'm showing them my my ticket, and they're just like, "Whoa, you know, this fucking." regular kid that has this ticket and i'm like i show them and next thing you know this guy's like oh this way this way and i'm like climbing up this elevator finally i'm in this freaking like i i felt like i was in a hotel or something because it was like you know you the lady was like at this point this was the final checkpoint and like the lady looked at me she looked at the ticket and she's like mm, like all right like i mean it's fucking there it's real so she scanned me in and dude, I I fucking find the suite. I open the door. You had to you had to buzz your ticket in too. You just couldn't open it. You had to like beep and like it unlocks it for you. I walk in there, dude, and I kid you not, it's like adults just talking up like business and like I'm just like, whoa, like what the heck? This is insane. And the guy's like, Caesar baby, what's going on? I'm like, what the fuck? What's up, dude? He's like, yo, vodka cranberries on the right, sandwiches on the left. You know, there's more alcohol in the fridge. Help yourself, man. And I like gather my stuff. 
I sit down and I look to my right and the guy's like, Hey man, you know, what's up? And I'm like, this is my first game, dude. And he's like, what? Like, how do you, how'd you get in here? And I explain the story. And he's like, that's fucking wild. Next thing you know, the guy came next to me and we were talking for the whole game. And he told me, he like talked about his life growing up in Miami, being a teenager and just doing crazy shit with his friends. And then he was talking about how like he divorced his wife and he thought his life was over and he got into two DOIs after the fact of divorcing his wife, decided to, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't live like this, you know, fell in love with another woman. And he was like, dude, my life's never been better at this point. I don't remember too much because I did get fucked up. Um, <laughs> but I remember before I Cosmopolitans are hitting high at that altitude, bro. And you're in the box. Oh yeah. But I remember on lunch, I was like, I don't have any Dodger gear. So I go and I buy a cap Foot Locker is like right down the corner from my job. I buy a cap. And yeah, dude, that's, that's the story. I'm like, it was so random that this dude invited me. I got to this game. It was, it was a movie for sure. It was a day to remember. I'm never going to forget it. He gave me great advice. Caesar's life, yeah, a motion picture. Dude, so. <laughs> Live your reality. You yeah. know, as a guy who wants to work in movies, make your life a movie. I like that philosophy. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, make your life a movie or just kind of, I don't know. Life does feel like a movie when you start living it. And I know that sounds so like, okay, I am living life, but no, man, living is, it's an experience, you know? Yeah, it's good to be open. Yeah, I am living. <laughs> no, that is. Well, you said something in there though in your story that made me th- oh, something I wanted to ask you. Re- like in passing, you said um, there's a question to the both of you. The room you open the door, the room is full of adults. Do you guys not? I know, like we're all grown ass men, but I I sometimes don't think that way. Like I'll say, like when I'm a grown up or when I say, like, oh, like grown ups, <laughs> grown ups are talking and stuff like that. Like I would make that distinction also. I, I think it's definitely. It's more of like a mental attitude of like, oh, like, I don't know if I feel like an adult yet, even though, you know, 25 is well into the adulthood. We're definitely adults is the thing. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know if we ever will in the sense that when you talk to other people, even if they're, you know, 60 or whatever, they'll be like, yeah, you know, you always feel like there's always the, the adults that are older than you. And then you never realize that you're the adult in the end, like when it comes to like, <clears throat> like, oh, I don't know. Cause it's like, say like with my mom, you know, it's like in my eyes, she's like an adult, you know, professional sure. job, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to me, it's like, ah, oh, I-, I feel like that would change after I have a kid. Honestly, like that's where I feel like mm-hmm. mentally I'm like, okay, I'm taking care of another, you know, human being that is my yeah. full responsibility. Like mm-hmm. that's when I would feel like, I'm responsible enough to be an adult. That's when you graduate into adulthood, maybe. Maybe. I agree with the mindset thing. Like it is like it is definitely a mindset. And I like I think like for maybe some people, the mindset trumps the realities, which I think can be good and bad. And sometimes like, you know, there there are people who like can't face their reality of of the responsibilities of adulthood and they'll Mm -hmm. like shirk it. But other times people do embrace it and they're like, okay, I got something else to be responsible for now or somebody else to be responsible for. So I gotta change my ways. I, I guess what's childlike to me is knowing what you're doing has an effect on a person and someone or something. And if you ignore that, but you're, you're, you know what you're doing and you ignore that, I think that's when it's like, all right, are you an adult? I, for me, it's like mm-hmm. being accountable for your mistakes and looking at them and trying to actually actively change. I think that's super like, I think that would say I would fit category as an adult. Even with people I work with, sometimes I, 
I look at it and I'm like, that reminds me of me, but like three years ago, like I wouldn't do that now, but that's because I worked on my mistakes. I worked on my vices. I worked on the things that were affecting people and affecting me mentally too. When I decided to do therapy, it was because I realized the hurt that I caused a lot of people. And I mean, I always knew that I was hurting people, but when it really was put to me in a way of like, I could not ignore this any longer. That's when I decided to like, okay, I'm, I'm a boy now. I'm an adult, young adult boy, but I want to change. And I want to be able to say in 10 years, like, you know, I, 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 I grew, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, yeah. I think that's for me and my, and that my perspective is you become more adult-like when you start to look at the things that um, affect your life or affect other people and decide to change it because yeah, I mean, things that we were doing when we were 18, I'm pretty sure it hurt a lot of people. You know, I'm pretty sure it affected people in ways that they looked at us and they're like, this guy's not grown yet. Mm. And that could be perspective from our parents, uh, our uncles, our aunts, like, you know, grandparents. It's like, this kid is not, you know, he's a kid still, you know? But I think the moment you start to recognize and be like, look, I'm going to change this. And then you're, because you fucking, dude, I see 40 year old men, like, oh my God, I mean, are you a child? Like, you're getting mad over this or you're getting yeah. aggressive over this. You're, insecure and overprotective and jealous and like slow it down and like really try to you know that's what i think is the difference between child and adult is taking responsibility of your actions and and changing it if it's a it's a if it's a pattern yeah accountability is a good word and i think maturity and accountability go hand in hand and i think like you can't be an adult until you're accountable and mature and, you know, take responsibility for your actions and stop being like a victim of circumstance and blaming other things and realizing that your life is your responsibility and nobody else's. There's certain traits like all of these things that I think get looped into being what we understand as like a man or an adult or whatever. And until then, you're right. You could call a 40 year old person a child, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, exactly. And the, it's, a, it's an unfortunate syndrome, but it, it plagues, plagues us sometimes. But yeah, no, I think that's what we're here to do is, you know, be better people. We'll end it on yeah. a on a positive note. Yeah. After our Had a little turmoil. Start. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we prevailed through adversity. We got through it. Thanks for sticking it out, boys. It was a, as always a good chat. And thanks for uh, thanks for all the listeners and tune in. And we appreciate y'all. No matter how many viewers or listeners we have right now at the moment, just know we appreciate y'all. Keep tuning in because more things are to come. You know, so all two of you, we love you. Yeah, stay yeah, tuned. Great things to come. Morning, yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. I'll talk to you next time. You guys take care.
Я пришел 